Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 84. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can add Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we'd appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. We always like to give listener shout outs who've left those reviews on future episodes of the Dislove podcast. And of course, we appreciate those customer ratings as well. All of those help new listeners find the show. So Chris, what do you have before we get started? Well, you know, when you go down to Florida, you want to make sure that you have a friend because they can help you hook you up because they're, they're going to know the best places to stay. Sure. They're going to, again, if you're not from there, you don't know. Right? But you know what? You have a friend over at OrlandoVacation.com. They have created an exclusive offer just for you, our listener, to save 5% off. Who doesn't love saving 5%? All you have to use is the coupon code DISLOVE at checkout. And what's great is that they have something for small families like us. It's just three of us. It's going to stay the three of us. We don't need a McMansion, but we have friends that they have so many kids that they need every room they can get. So there, they'll have a huge house for them. And so again, from small houses to big houses to places with pools or ones on the golf course, Orlando Vacation Dot com has something just for you. And so the next time you're thinking about either doing a workcation or a vacation at Walt Disney World, think of OrlandoVacation.com or give them a call at 800-641-4008. Again, that's 800-641-4008. And you know, there, there was, used to be a commercial, not only am I the president, I'm also a client. Not only are they advertised, but we're using them, right, Vanessa? Yes, we are when we go down for the 50th anniversary. Exactly. So we wouldn't have a sponsor that we don't believe in. We're going to use them. So if it's good enough for us, it's definitely good enough for you. <laughs> All right. So remember, use that code DISLOVE. I will make sure to put that in the show notes for our listeners as well. And on today's show, we are going to be joined by Charlotte from Imagineered. She is our first international guest, and her shop features custom doormats and signs. And we are really looking forward to sharing all about her business business with all of you. And because Charlotte joined us from across the pond for her interview, it made me think about Epcot, Epcot and traveling around the world showcase. And of course, if you've listened to the show a while, what do we talk about a lot, Chris? Disney. Well, <laughs> of course. But what do we like to do at Disney? Oh, you love to eat. You like to eat too. That is true, yes. <laughs> so we talk about food a lot. So we wanted to discuss the best snacks around the world showcase. So I'm going to, I've kind of created a little bit of a list that some of our personal favorites. I've also gotten some info from Disney Urban Taste Bud, the Disney Food Blog, and Ziggy Knows Disney for their recommendations. And one thing I'd like to note for anyone listening, I did not count anything that are at those stalls for the Flower and Garden or Food and Wine for those booths. Those are things that are going to change year to year. They're not always guaranteed. And if you don't go during those times, you won't be able to try them out. So we stuck just to like the mainstays at the pavilions. And some of these are relatively new, so we haven't gotten to try them yet. Um, a lot of these, though, we have tried. So we are excited to share all around the different snacks with you. And I'm going to break a rule. We always, which, okay, you forget a lot of things, Chris. That but when true. we go in the World Showcase... Do we start in Canada or Mexico usually? Oh, Mexico. Yeah. So we usually start in Mexico, but for some reason, when I put together my notes for the show, I started in Canada. So we're going to work backwards, at least how we usually make our way around the world showcase. 
Now, one of the things that is you can find in Canada, we talked about a while ago, is they have the maple popcorn. But what you can usually find, and of course, we all know that Disney's menus have changed off and on, especially in recent months. But typically at the refreshment port where you can get the maple popcorn as well, you can find a cronut. And so cronuts, if you don't know by now, hopefully you do. It's a cro- it's a croissant and a donut mix. And one of the things that's nice at the Canada Pavilion is they cover it with cinnamon sugar and you can get ice cream on top, which makes it really nice. It's almost like the when you can get some of the other fried treats and get ice cream on top, but they have a cronut. So highly suggest if you're starting off in Canada, that might be a good breakfast item if you're there when the when the park opens. So a krona is what you would start out in Canada. Now, moving around in the United Kingdom, we don't have a sweet treat. We have something that I think Chris would appreciate a lot. Not the actual item, but the topping that people suggest. Um, we, of course, they're known for their fish and chips. And their Yorkshire chips are supposed to be really great. The fries as we would all say. Um, one of the things, though, that what do you – we live near Canada. We sure do. And what is something that they have in common with – what do they like to put on fried potatoes? Ketchup. Mayonnaise. Malt vinegar. Oh, malt yeah, vinegar. Yeah. So what do you like to put on? Malt vinegar. Yeah. So one of the things that is great in the UK, they will have that malt vinegar available to put on those Yorkshire chips. And people swear that they are really awesome. They do look great. I know I've had them like with the fish and chips, but it's been a while. So if you're just looking for a salty treat, go over to the UK pavilion and try those Yorkshire chips. And if you're like Chris, put some malt vinegar on them. Now, moving into the France Pavilion, you have a lot of choices here, and you're going to see that in a couple of the other pavilions as well in terms of just snack attacks, really. <laughs> um, the first off in the, and I'm going to tell you, we've both, I took Spanish in college and Chris took German, and throughout the World Showcase, we're going to probably butcher some of the names of the places, but at the Boulangerie Patisserie, they have, of course, everything you can want in a bakery. Um, But one of the things that people really swear by are the macaroons. They have all kinds of great flavors. Their typical rounds of flavors include lemon, pistachio, orange, raspberry, blueberry, and black currant. And this is a great place if you haven't tried macaroons before, you can get a wide variety. Those aren't really my pace. Are you a macaroon person? I don't think I've ever even had one. Yeah, the, but I've had other pastries there, which another top favorite there is the Napoleon. I've had that, of course, that puff pastry with that really thick cream. That's amazing there. So I suggest the Napoleon. But then, of course, a lot of people swear by their macaroons. So if you have, maybe we can get Chris to try one when we're on a next trip. They have nice variety that you can try. It's a great place. Now, besides there, you also have the La Artisan de Glacis, which of course is the ice cream shop where you have the smooth um, ice cream, very rich there. One of the things that a lot of people love is the brioche ice cream sandwich. And we went to go there on our last trip and they were already closed. We like just missed their closing. So what you can do is they take a brioche bun and essentially it's that very buttery roll. And then you can make any kind of, you can choose any flavor of the gelato there and they will put it in the ice cream sandwich. They also do ones with macaroons. So you like forms of cookie sandwiches, Chris, you might want to try it with a macaroon. They do it with a macaroon. Awesome idea. Yeah. So 
moving away, and these are both tucked in the back part of the France Pavilion. I would say as Ratatouille is opening this fall, when we're there for the 50th, that pavilion is going to become even more hopping and more busy. So you'll there's already long lines for the for the bakery and the ice cream shop as it is. So I expect those lines to get even longer, but it's well worth it. Stand in line, get that special treat. Now, as you are moving towards the center of the World Showcase, next you're going to come across Morocco. And one of the ones that the Tangerine Cafe just reopened, it's now called Tangerine Cafe Flavors of Medina. It just reopened. And some of this, the baklava, which was kind of a mainstay that people liked, is not listed on their menu right now. One of the things right now that they are having, and this is in July of 2021, they have a pistachio cake with cinnamon, pastry cream, and candy candied walnuts. So that, Chris loves pistachios. Love it. Yeah, so it definitely sounds, it's a nice change of pace. Um, Again, because they just opened back up, we haven't gotten to try it, but people really swear by that pistachio cake and say it's really great. Now, as you move along the World Showcase, the next place that you're going to come across is Japan. And one thing that I will say, we've not tried this here. We've had it in Hawaii. What was a nice, cold, tasty treat we had in Hawaii? Something beans ice cream. <laughs> well, he, you're close. We had shaved ice, which there's a shaved ice stand that's right on the World Showcase Promenade in Japan. And one of the things there, and so what Chris is talking about in Hawaii, you can get it where they add beans to it. Don't get beans with your with your shaved ice. Just go with the shaved ice, the plain shaved ice. So the shaved ice at the Japan Pavilion, they have lots of really great flavors from strawberry. Kids will love. They have rainbow, um, blue raspberry, melon, cherry, or tangerine. And then what they'll do is you can also have it topped with a sweet, creamy milk on top. Highly suggest that when we are in Hawaii, we have that. It's really great. So that's something that's refreshing, especially on one of those hot Florida days. And maybe you don't want uh, water or pop and ice cream maybe sounds too thick. The shaved ice would really hit the spot. I highly suggest that. And then, of course, you move next to where we were married in the American Pavilion. Um, outside, they have the funnel cake stand. And I think I'm a funnel cake person. Years ago, my family we were always there during the Flower and Garden Festival and the Flower Power um, concerts. I always got a funnel cake to sit and eat. And they do have special funnel cakes usually throughout the year. I've had one with like bacon and maple ice cream. But the a mainstay that they have, and to be honest, I've only stuck to the plain one. I need to try this. You might like this. You're not a huge funnel cake person. But they have a cookies and cream funnel cake. So the funnel cake itself is cookies and cream. Then they have vanilla ice cream on top. And then they put crushed cookies. And then they put chocolate sauce on it. Sounds delicious. Yeah. So in those funnel cakes, if you are not familiar with them, they are huge. And you can definitely share. And that's something nice. Years ago, this is pre-COVID, my friend and I were there and we were sitting waiting for a show. And this family, they had half of a funnel cake and they gave us their other half and we ate it. It was cut. But nowadays, you think you would never take food from someone after COVID. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So anyways, the funnel cakes are awesome. Now, one new thing that is at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, which I was in there during my brief trip in March, but I didn't eat there. My friend had gotten some food there. They have a s'mores brownie, and that looks really delicious. It's like the chocolate brownie has the marshmallow topping and then the graham crumbs. So if you're at Regal Eagle Smokehouse, check out the s'mores brownie. A lot of people say it's really amazing. I know I want to eat there on on our next trip. 
But like I said, I've been inside and it does look really great. Now, continuing along the promenade in Italy. Now, the where they had the gelato for the longest time, it closed during 2020. And just recently in May 2021, the Gelateria Toscana opened up. And one of the things that I've heard some people talk about, and I think it's kind of a nice change from some of the other treats that you find across the World Showcase is they have gelato floats. So they have root beer with vanilla gelato, and then they have ones that are Coca-Cola with gelato. I'm not a huge float person, but I think gelato would be really good in like a Coke. That sounds really Tasty. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so would you get a root beer or a Coke one? Root beer. Yeah. See, I do Coke. Then we could try both. So in a t- check out, they just opened in May 2021, the Gelateria. So check that out in Italy. Another refreshing treat when it's very hot out. And as we know, that happens a lot in Florida. Now, um, in Germany, we've talked about this place many, many times, the Caramel Kiha inside the German pavilion. And I would ask Chris, but you're not up on your German either after all these Nine. <laughs> so one of the things that is kind of the top rated one is they have a graham cracker that has marshmallow. It has the caramel and then another graham cracker. And then it's dipped in melt chocolate and it has a caramel drizzle. And people swear it's amazing. But honestly, I don't think I've ever had anything bad from the caramel shop. I have to say it's not a consistent destination when we go there. I mean, I, if I stop in there and get something, it's more because of you. But yeah. I always go because I think you want it. I just, no, I'm good. Oh, well, I brought you something back in March and you ate it. Well, of course, I'm going to yeah. eat whatever you bring back. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's not like I go to Epcot and go, I'll be Caramel. right back. I'm yeah. heading to Germany. Yeah. Yeah. But anything there is very good. And as you know, the long lines are a testament to that. Now, another thing, if you don't want something sweet, a lot of people say that the at the snack cart, the jumbo pretzels that they have there are quite amazing. Um, we live near a small Bavarian town, Frankenmuth, Michigan, and the pretzels there are always amazing at all of this, the restaurants and things there. So check out if you want something that's not sweet, the giant pretzels, the jumbo pretzels are very good in the Germany pavilion. Now, Continuing along our way, we have Norway. And in Norway, the Kringla Bakery Cafe is, I would think, you like everything there, don't you? Sure do. In Norway. Last time we were there, you had a giant cookie, I think, in Norway. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) And I've had everything, a wide range of pastries there. Even had, I've had the school bread. People rave about that. To me, I really like super sweet stuff. And the school bread has a very mild sweetness to it. But if you're looking for something that's not as sweet, it has the toasted coconut on top. The school bread is very good. But honestly, they vary what, they'll have cupcakes. They have all kinds of different pastries. It's well worth a stop there. And we, a lot of times, will hit there on our way out of the park, have a nice treat on our way back to the Skyliner or to the buses. So that's always a nice stop. Now, continuing on from there in China, this is another drink that would be nice on a hot day. I've not tried it particularly in Epcot, but we get it a lot on our own. Anyways, at the Joy of Tea Stand, they have a bubble, (laughs) bubble, a bubble milk tea, which we love bubble tea. Way back to our years in graduate school, we used to get bubble tea all the time. I like getting coconut. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, well, guess what? They have the flavor that I like the best. What, what do you like? I always get the peach. I always got peach. Mm. Yeah. So the, at the Joy of Tea, they have peach flavored black tea that has the tapioca pearls and then it has the sweetened milk in it. So if you're wanting a drink and maybe not a heavy pastry, go to the Joy of Tea in China and check that out. And then last but not least, in Mexico, or in our case, it would have been the first stop if we were walking through the World Showcase, are at the La Quina de San Angel. Um, That's the quick service that's outside of the Mexico Pavilion. Now, here's a technicality. Some people talk about how they love the nachos, which technically the nachos would count as a snack. But based on the cost, I almost put those at the level of a meal. So I'm not going to count the nachos. I'm going to go on the sweet side. They have churro bites, and these used to be served with caramel sauce, but now they serve them with a chocolate hazelnut spread, which to me, that sounds really delicious, especially if the churro bites are a little warm. That would be amazing with that hazelnut spread. So that's a great addition to whether you're getting a meal there and you get that as a dessert item or if you just want a nice sweet treat as you're walking around. So that kind of makes our way around the whole world world showcase. And of course, now you might be hungry and wanting to go get a snack after hearing about all this delicious food. But I hope you either stick around or pause it and go grab a snack and then come back and hear our interview with Charlotte from Imagineered. We would like to welcome Charlotte from the shop Imagineered. She offers really cool custom signs and doormats. In fact, Chris got me one of her doormats for Mother's Day, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later. She is a lover of all things Disney, like so many of us. They have a family-run business in the UK, so we're excited she is going to be our first overseas guest. And they are a dog. She's a dog lover. They rescue their dogs. And she is a proud mom of two. So Charlotte, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, hi, guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. Now, of course, we want to know a little bit about what you enjoy at the Disney parks. And this one has been hard for our last few guests. What is your favorite food at any of the Disney parks anywhere in the world? Well, as soon as you ask me that, and as soon as I think of Disney f- uh, food, it's definitely the spicy chicken waffle from Sleepy Hollow. Oh, nice. I love that. And I try and recreate it here just to get a bit of Disney in the house. Right. Does it turn out pretty good? Uh, it depends if I've got kids hanging off with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, the for, thought's there. <laughs> for sure. Chris always goes to Sleepy Hollow for whatever ice cream sandwich that they have at that particular time. Ah, oh, <laughs> I haven't done that. We're a Mickey Mickey bar lover. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we save ourselves for that. <laughs> sure. Now, of course, I said a little bit about your business, but could you tell us more about the products you offer connected to Disney? Of course. So we started with mats. We've been doing mats for a few years now. It did start from my love of Disney. Um... And yeah, I just love that bit of Disney as soon as you walk in the door. And then we've wanted to do wooden signs for so long. And we finally started launching them a few weeks ago now. And it's just brilliant. Wow. I'm so loving it. what are some of the designs that you have on some of these new signs that you are offering? So the new signs, I started with the classic, um, the Disney Park logos, because sure. that's just one of my favorite things to see when I walk in. For sure. Um, and I've... Yeah, definitely. And then I started doing some quotes, just quotes that mean stuff to me that I'd like around my house with all the family around. Um, so, of course, the Ahana. Ahana means family. You yes. can't 
not love that quote. <laughs> right, for sure. So, yeah. And then I did a kitchen one, actually, because I love my kitchen. And I couldn't find a Disney sign out there that was for ki- uh, kitchen and Disney crossover. So I did a Ratatouille sort of style. Oh, so how cute. cute. Yeah, we actually yeah. have a lot of Mickey stuff in our kitchen. And it is very hard to find kitchen stuff that's Disney oriented, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm trying to work on a Tiana style one, but I haven't quite nailed that down yet. Oh, that'll be cute. We'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> you know, so with that, you know, what made you decide to start a business? So um, I used to work for the NHS over here. Um I was a therapist on school units um, in a little place called Berkshire. And uh, I was actually off sick for a few months. And my other half bought me a cricket or a cricket machine, I think it's called over there. Yes, yes. And I was just wondering what you could do with it. So I started, of course, going to where everyone goes to, YouTube. Right. (laughs) And uh, just saw that you could do this. I started hand painting them. And then it just grew from there. And it got to the point where... I just didn't have enough time for my job as a therapist and this, so I decided to give this a go. And it's just been amazing ever since. Wow, that's so, really yeah. cool. Now, yeah. Chris has always, he's always had a thing about doormats. Like when people would get a new house, we bought doormats for quite a few people. So I was excited when I came across your products because it, added to our personality of what we love and people see it right away when they come in. So that's one of the things that I think is so cool about your, about your products because people see it and they know of course that you love Disney. Now that, that kind of leads into our next thing. We always like to ask, how do you think your products can add Disney magic to our listeners lives? So for me, it was always creating that that first thing you see when you walk in somebody's house is usually a doormat and it's quite unnoticed isn't it you don't usually look down so I love that little looking down and then you know (laughs) oh my god okay they're they're one of me they're one of like me um and it's a great conversation starter as well I love that and then I always wanted to do the wooden signs because I've got my little pictures around the house right I wanted to add a little Disney to it and what better than a Disney quote um yeah, that's just just Disney, a bit of Disney spark in every room. I love it. For sure. Now, what is your favorite design for your doormats? Do you have a favorite or a couple of favorites? Yes. My favorite doormat is definitely the, it's a newer, an updated version of the monorail because the monorail is just, just classic Disney, isn't it? Love hearing that oh, when for you sure. jump on that. <laughs> but then my, one of my designers, she's so creative. She just updated it for us and it's the monorail with a more updated monorail than my old one. And then it's with the Disney Parks uh, logos behind it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just love that one. Yes, I've seen that in your shop. And we'll definitely share some photos of that because that is a very cool design for sure. Now, what is the process now? I know you're doing the signs and the doormat. Mm -hmm. Do you have just set designs? If somebody had, do you do anything custom? How does that ordering process work? So we have a load of custom, uh, so we have a load of statics, what we call statics that sure. we create and you just click on it and that's what you buy. But I love being creative. If you've got, if you can't see something on my store that you would love, then oh, definitely contact me and we'll create something. We have some amazing, amazing designers working for us. We wow. love custom pieces. That's very great. Do you have something that you, is there a custom piece that you've done recently that comes to mind? 
Um, so we started doing, um, I don't know if you've seen them, the Star Wars family ones. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So you have, it's a, so you have the Star Wars, so welcome to our like family name. And then you can pick whichever um, Star Wars character you oh, would like wow. to represent that member of the family. And that came off of working with a customer. Oh, that's and, a great idea. Yeah, I know, because I'm, I've only embarrassingly recently got into Star Wars. <laughs> and so um, that wasn't something that ever came, came to my head, really, because I'm not familiar with it. But um, yeah, great idea. Love it. For sure. And what's funny is Chris and I aren't big Star Wars people either. So it's been kind of cool. Oh. <laughs> We've learned about a lot of new Star Wars things with all the shops because there's so many cool products that small shops like yourself are making. So we've learned a lot more about Star Wars than we ever knew either. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Now, I think, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that I think going to, um, Galaxy Edge oh, made me yes. think, actually, I need to learn more now. <laughs> That's for sure. It's such an immersive experience, which is oh, so yeah. neat. Now, if I were to order some... Now, I didn't even realize, because it was the process was so seamless, that you were overseas when we did an order. Do you ship all over the world? What? Wh how does that... Pro like, what's the turnaround time if I were to order something, if I was in the United States and having it sent over? So, um, yeah, we, we ship worldwide. We've, uh, my other half has been working at getting the best shipping for about a year now, and he really has nailed it down. So our processing time is one to three working days. And then shipping, it really does depend where you are in the world. But to most states um, in America, it, it really can either be there next day or the day after. I watch some of the tracking just to keep an eye on how things are going, and it's, it's surprisingly quick. Yeah, really I was is. shocked how quickly mine arrived. So yeah. that was really it, nice. Yeah, it surprises me how quickly it can go from us to you guys over there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, if I were to want a custom piece, what's your general turnaround for those? Because I'm assuming that's probably longer. No, one to three working days. Oh, wow. We, wow. So we get the orders. So if you were order today... We'd go in tomorrow and print off all the order sheets and we would probably have a draft with you tomorrow. If you requested a draft and you wanted to work with us on it, then we'd start working tomorrow with you. Wow, that's really cool. And then with the signs, is it about the same process too? Yes, exactly the same. Exactly the same, yeah. Wow, wow, very cool. Yeah. We'll work with you as long we would I'd never send anything out unless it was hundred percent perfect for oh, somebody. For sure. You know, Charlotte, you know, you've mentioned all these awesome designs that you've put together. Where can people go online to find more of them? So we have um, an Etsy store. Um, so uh, hop on there. And we have an Instagram page, Designs by Imagineer. And we have on Facebook as well. But we hopefully in the next week should launch our Shopify site. Oh, um, So I will announce that on our Instagram when it's ready. We're just working away. It, it's taken a while. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll put yeah. all of those links. And then even if the Shopify isn't up right when the episode goes live, we'll make sure to put that out there as soon as it is ready. Because we are just super excited to share your designs with everyone. Oh. And we appreciate you taking time joining us from across the oh, pond. Oh, no problem. Thank you so yes. much for inviting me. It was amazing to receive that in my Instagram yeah. email box. <laughs> well, we were. I was just so gr glad when Chris found that for me as a gift. And it was just neat to be able to talk to you and hear more all about that process. You know, and, and on oh, that, thank you. 
Oh, you know, and again, sorry, Charlotte, you know, and on that note, I think, was it for Mother's Day that I got that for you? Yeah. And so I would just encourage, you know, all the ladies who, you know, need to kind of maybe give the special guy in their life a, a nice kind of elbow, you know, incentive <laughs> to get a nice gift. What, you know, the one thing I love about Charlotte's work is that it's unique and there's something, again, you know, whether it be the Star Wars piece or the monorail, kind of something, any part of Disney that you love, she has it for you on her site. And again, if not, she'll make it for you. And I think that's the neat thing is where, because I mean, again, you know, Vanessa and I, we're getting up there a little bit in years. And so for us, you know, we're, we, we're, we want things that we can use around the house that we can get a lot of value out of. And I know that what I paid for the doormat plus the shipping, we're going to get just a tremendous amount of use out of that every day. And those are the kind of gifts that I love to give are the, the gifts with a lot of value. And that's definitely what Charlotte has to offer. Oh, thank you so much. That's so lovely. Well, it was so great having you on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you so much and have a great evening. Well, I don't know what time it is there, but it's evening here. Right. Great day. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Thank you again to Charlotte for joining us today. And now we are going to be on to our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And Chris, you are up with trivia. Okay, Vanessa, this is going to – you need to jog the memory for this one. Okay. But we're set in Epcot. Yes. But it's not 2021. It's October 1st, 1999. This exhibit, Millennium Village, opened its doors to the public on October 1st, 1999 and closed down January 1st, 2021. So, no. 2001, <laughs> yes. Um. And there was a number of countries that were in Millennium Village but yet are not permanent additions to Epcot. So we're going to start with South America. So am I saying the ones that were there or saying No, I'm going to – this would be – there's two countries from South America that were Millennium Village. Which ones are they? I'm going to age myself, but I I did go to the Millennium Village. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was there. Um. Two South American, I'm going to say Brazil. That is correct. And Chile? That is correct. Wow. I was guessing on Chile. There there was also this famous South American island also had its own dedicated display that was part of the Chilean display. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know that. Easter Island. Oh, I went, I don't think of that. Like, I think of that in the Pacific. I don't think of it as like. Part of South America. These two Middle Eastern, Mediterranean slash Middle Eastern countries had displays in Millennium Village. Oh, Saudi Arabia? That is correct. Wow, you're doing very good. I'm guessing on this. Um, I think that was before Dubai's heyday. I don't remember N- Dubai being there. They were not there. Not Dubai. Yeah, I'm going to say no to them. I'll give you a hint. I don't Think know. of Saudi Arabia. Think the other side of what what would be the polar opposite of Saudi Arabia? Afghanistan? No. Okay. How about you just give me this? Israel. <laughs> Israel. Oh, yeah. I knew that. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, uh, I was thinking Arab countries. Okay. The last two. These two, and I'll give you hints. This country's display allowed guests to play a round of miniature golf, and they would also learn about this country's inventions as they played. This European country. That's the first one. And then second. Miniature golf? Spain. Let me, no. Oh. At this sweet, (laughs) (laughs) tell Uh, us what it was though. What was it? At the Swedish display, there were four 27 foot eggs that represented each of the seasons in Sweden. I don't remember that. According to Wikipedia, (laughs) 
Sweden invented the computer mouse and the pacemaker. Oh, wow. I'll believe it. I think I've heard pacemaker. No, I believe everything I read on the internet, so <laughs> that qualifies. Especially on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, this country allowed – you're not into sports, so this kind of would be hard. But this country allowed guests to play around with miniature golf and learn about blank inventions, such as anesthesia and lasers. I, I, th- that was my guess already. I gave you my uh, guess. Scotland. Oh. Oh, yeah, because with golf. Yeah, I know golf originally. I'm Scottish. And then we also talked about, like, looked up countries that potentially had. This is talk about going from the t- bottom, from the top to the bottom. Venezuela. For Oh, for pavilions for, that were supposed to. T- been, supposed to be yeah. in Epcot. Venezuela, Israel. Yeah, Israel I knew. Spain. Yes. And there's a couple more. I just forget. <laughs> You'll have to save it for another show. Yeah. So what country would you like to see added? I think it would be nice for something from South America because there's nothing represented from South America. Yeah. I mean, Mexico is as close to South America as there is in the World Showcase. So just because of that, we already have Asia and Morocco. We have... Oh, here's a question. What was the last country added to the World Showcase? Darn, I should know this. I feel like... Norway? That's wrong. No, that's wrong. Morocco. I was going to say that, but then I was thinking they were there early. Okay, let's say, but last hypothetical. Okay. Of course, Disney is landlocked. There's not, like, you're going to, there's no additions that they're going to put. Disney says, Vanessa, we want to make Brazil, the South American representative. Okay. We have to take out one country in Epcot. Oh, I'm not going to pick because I'm going to have somebody angry with me. No matter what. I mean, I guess, te- uh, yeah, I'm not going to pick. That I'm not going there. Okay. Would you go there? Sure. What would you take out? France. What about the, the new Ratatouille ride is coming? I don't, that's not an issue. <laughs> hmm. And we just talked about all the delicious treats there, too. I'm sure there's delicious Brazilian treats. That's true. I'm sure there are. Well, very interesting. And we always love talking about Epcot, um, as you all know. So thank you so much. Oh, I got to have my Wisdom from Walt quote. Got so excited about the trivia. Now, our Wisdom from Walt quote today, I just thought it kind of tied into talking about the World Showcase and really just exploring and learning new things. And this quote, I think, fits that well. When you're curious, you find lots of interesting things to do. And I think that's true in life. And also when you're at Epcot, wander around, check out the different foods, check out all the exciting things. You're going to find lots of interesting things that you didn't know existed. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.